0: With another episode of the Mitchell Hour, I have a special guest, my wife, Latoya. Say what's up with to the hey,
1: people. Hey, everybody. What's up? All
0: right. So, um, it's a couple of things that I want to react to. Mm-hmm. Uh, first is this video. Yo, marriage is not a death sentence, but it is about dying daily in order to love your spouse well. Do yourself a favor. Don't live for marriage while you're single if you're not willing to die daily to the person you said I do to. A big part of this Christian life is about sanctification, about continually being conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. Know that God is gonna use people to help do that, to stretch you, to test you, and to stress you. There's no greater example of that than in marriage, when a person has close proximity to you, can see all your flaws, all your sins, all All your shortcomings and you can see all of theirs. I know we won't love in our marriage. And that's understandable. But know that we need failure too. And the reason why is because if God gave us a spouse that met our every condition. We will never learn how to love unconditionally.
1: Hmm.
0: So. React.
1: I Hmm. mean. I agree. Because it may be something about you that you don't even know that your spouse sees and your spouse points it out. And, you know, at first, you know, you're a little defensive, like, like what are you talking about? But then as time goes on, you start to realize what that spouse is talking about. And not that, I mean, it should be done out of love, you know, not, you know, being mean or anything. But, um, you know, to, have a spouse pointed out to you um and it's done out of love then that's the starting point for you to to try to change you know whatever it is you know and work together um that's how i feel you know and and a marriage is is you know i've always heard the term a marriage is 50-50 but I actually heard this woman break it down. She said, like, It's not fifty fifty and the guy that was talking to me said, Well, what do you mean? And she said, No, it's it's one hundred. She's like, You both are one and that's you guys came together. So therefore it's it's marriage is not fifty fifty, it's a hundred percent. And I never heard it broken down like that before and I mean, what do you think? Do you think it's 50-50 or do you think it's
0: 100%? I think a perfect marriage, it would be 100-100.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: But human beings are not willing to give their all to each other. Mm-hmm. Um. And what I mean is It's like, when you first meet somebody, right, and you guys fall deeply in love, you fall fast, you go out on dates, you spend every minute with each other. When you're not with each other, you're on the phone. Mm -hmm. At that point in time, yes, I think you will give 100% of yourself to somebody. But as you get hurt, or as you go through certain situations, I think that you might be shut off. It it could be from previous relationships or what you're going through in your present relationship. Mm-hmm. But I don't think any human being gives 100% of themselves in a marriage. I used to, and, and I've said that before. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't remember, but I said a perfect marriage it, it it should be 100 100 but there's no such thing as a perfect marriage everybody falls short uh you know people cheat people lie people do certain things and i was having a conversation with a friend of mine earlier and you know We were just talking about cheating and and different things that finances, different things that can end a marriage. Mm -hmm. And I asked him a question. I said, do human beings know what love is? He's like, well, what do you mean? I said, well, you could be married and your wife cheats on you or you cheat on your wife. But you say, I love you. That, that was just a fling. I don't really care about them. It was purely physical. But my thing is, if you really love somebody and you know what you're doing is wrong, do you really love somebody? Can you really cheat on somebody and then say that you love them? Because, like, I know what the guy said in the video. You die daily and, you know, and God uses your spouse and you can't be perfect and stuff like that. But I feel like marriage nowadays is just like a joke. Like our grandparents, great grandparents, they stayed married forever. You know, they died, you know, being together 50, 60, 70 years. And. I don't think it's like that anymore. I don't think that people take it take marriage serious. I don't think people take love serious. I think people just throw around the word, and I think people just get married because they feel like that's what you're supposed to do.
1: And love actually should be validated when you're a child, because and <clears> and. <throat> You should be given some type of example of what a healthy marriage looks like. Yes, there's going to be disagreements. Yes, there's going to be arguments. But what I mean by love is for you, not talking about you, but In general, for, yeah. for, a, for a person, that those parents need to show that child what love is and also say and and, and show that To them, hey, I love you, you know, like sit down, have a conversation, you know, do whatever. But they should they should have an example of what love is. Not what they think it is, but what it is, because there's a difference.
0: But do us as we as human beings, do we really know the definition of the I mean, we know the definition of the word love. But is any human being willing to give all of themselves And When you love somebody, I guess what I'm saying is when you love somebody, Mm -hmm. like, for instance, my children, right? When people have kids, that's a part of them. They love their kids unconditionally, right? Mm -hmm. But then you look at it and you're just like, I want to do everything in my power to protect these kids from harm, everything I would never do anything to hurt my kids right that's pure unadulterated love but I think when it's two adults dealing with each dealing with each other I think that's where the, the, the love becomes like kind of blurred a little bit because human beings are going to hurt people they're gonna hurt another person they're not I would never hurt my kids I love them and I know they love me. But then, when I, like I said, I think when it gets to adults, between two adults supposed to be loving each other,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't really know if that's a thing anymore, honestly.
1: Well, yeah, because marriage is not really valued like it used to be when our grandparents were coming up and our parents were coming up. It's, it's they not. They stayed
0: together forever. No matter what happened, no it, matter what they went through, they stayed together. And Sometimes, yeah, they would you know your 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 granddaddy would go out and might have a kid somewhere else that you don't know about, you know what I'm saying which- is not a good thing, but people just stayed together, but I think like now it's just it's cool to cheat on your spouse it's 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 cool to be for the streets, you know, and like I said, it's just I know some people right now that are younger than me that got married just to say they got married. Didn't really love the person. Maybe they did it because the the person had their their child. Um. I But they were together like less than a year. And he came home and he caught his wife cheating, like literally in the act. And Like, if she wasn't happy, if he wasn't happy, why propose to her and why did she say yes? That's what I'm saying. It's like the word love or my wife is is just or my husband is just used like just like Mm -hmm. it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he's not your husband, don't call him your hubby, your husband. If she's not your wife, don't call her your wife. Say that's your significant other that is your girlfriend or that is your boyfriend
1: well and also two things if you got some trauma you know that you got trauma then you need to recognize that and heal from that because if you go into a marriage with that trauma that's it's not that person's fault that you haven't learned to heal from that and all you did was try to sweep it under the rug you know and not actually deal with that issue because you're going to create even more problems now because you just weren't upfront and honest about hey you know this this has been going and some people they don't and i get that it's hard for some people to talk about some of their some of their issues that they've dealt with and things like that but you know That's what the spouse is there for, for you to be completely open and honest. And also, if you're not going to do right, if all you're going to do is the same thing you were doing before you got married, before you were dating, don't get married. It's not worth it. And that's why you see a lot of, I mean, not just that. But that's why the divorce rate in this, in this country is so high because people are not marrying for the right reasons. And two, if you're, ru- I mean, three, and if you're rushing into a marriage, that's nothing but total disaster <laughs> waiting. You know what I mean? And that's why it's also good to get counseling, marital counseling before you get married because what you don't want to do is head into this marriage that's supposed to be better for worse, but you both, you know, have unresolved issues, trauma, drama, what, whatever it may be, you know? So.
0: I, I agree, but... I think human beings move strictly on emotion. So if you love a guy or a guy loves you, and y'all are just been dating for a couple of years, and I feel like now I think the reason why marriages end so quickly is because they begin so quickly it's like you date a person for a couple of months you date a person for a year you just like you know what I'm going to show this person that I love that I love him or that I love her and you just jump right into it you don't know that person's uh, body count you don't know that person's uh, Psych, Eva, you don't know if they're crazy. You know what I'm saying? And I think people nowadays just think the only way that I can show this woman that I love her is to propose to her. You know, but I think that's doing a disservice because you can show a woman that you love her or show a man that you love him by actually telling him the truth that you're not married and don't feel obligated to to put a ring on her finger or don't feel obligated to say yes. Now, I saw a video a couple of days ago where it was a man and a woman uh, that was at a family gathering, like a cookout or something, and I think it was exactly for their uh, proposal. Mm-hmm. And uh, he proposed to her, in front of his family and her family. And she said no. Uh, now. I feel like with. Talking about real life situations. Do you feel like you and I. Maybe got. Married a little too early. Or rushed into the situation. Or no. No. Okay. Mm
1: -mm.
0: So, I mean, we were dating for... We were dating for a little while before we uh, got married.
1: I mean, there's people that date for some months and get married. I mean, (laughs) you're going to know if that person's for you or not. I mean, y'all are just going to mesh. And you know, and that extra step of, you know, marital counseling too is, is, is necessary. Right. You know, you know, again, if, (laughs) if you're not going to be honest or you're, you're just going to not act right, then, then just don't even, you know, and then also too, marriage is not just, just about the physical, you know what I'm saying? It's about mentally now mentally you two got to come together you two emotionally got I have to come together as well you know not just for yourself but for your spouse you know you have to be emotionally available you have to be mentally available and you have to you know physically be there because it takes more than than just you know the physical part you know so, people, again, you know, they they just don't value marriage because they don't take the time to get to know the person, and then that's also a conversation to make sure that that person is ready for marriage because they're going to tell you, you know, hey, I'm not ready, you know, you know, or, or yes, I am, you no, know, but also that person needs to be completely honest if they are or not. And not just, oh, I want a ring. I want this big fancy wedding. And that's one thing I never understood. I mean, to each his own. I'm not knocking anybody. It's just that you spend all this money on a wedding. Venue, dress, bridesmaids, flowers, dinner, everything. And then five, six months later, or maybe even a year later, you're or maybe even I don't know longer you're divorced or, or you're you're having problems and now y'all are talking about separating and it well then that's why for me a big lavish wedding you know it's 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 really it's really no point. And another thing that I realize that people that some people do is they put on a facade in front of folks like they're like they're happy, when in fact they're not. Cause sooner or later, you know, it's gonna be exposed that y'all that y'all weren't ever happy in the first beginning. You know, but you know there may be that one, you know, that picks up that you know something just ain't right. You know why? You know it it they're they're just you know. Just too something just to ain't fitting, you know what I mean? So
0: Yeah. But <clears throat> you talked about self accountability and just being honest. But is that even possible? I mean, because nobody is honest one hundred percent of the time. You know, so it's just like you saying, well, if you don't want to get married, say no. And I said the same thing, but it's just like at that point in time, I think you're more worried about a person's feelings than anything. And that's where I think it it gets a little crazy because, I mean, if you know you're not going to be 100 percent committed to this person. But you're worried about their feelings at the same time. It doesn't really make any sense because you're like, all right, I know I've been cheating on this person the whole time we've been in this relationship. Now he's gonna ask me to marry him. Uh and I'm gonna say yes because I don't wanna hurt his feelings. But you saying no would probably hurt his feelings. Yes. Or vice versa, whatever. But I think the infidelities and, and and all the different things that you're doing behind his or her back will hurt us feelings more. So that's why the main question that I asked you, can you love somebody and cheat on them? You would have to really
1: question... If you do, and that, and that's what I mean. You have to. You you have to get yourself together. I mean, and and that is just not even not just for marriage, but also too. Before you get and hop in any relationship, you know, like, be completely honest. I mean, but for some people at what point are they going to be honest with themselves? You know, and again, getting into a marriage with that with that issue or with whatever other issues they may have, there's no reason to bring all of that into into your marriage cuz that's just headed for disaster. And then it's like it's quicker for it to You know, it's quicker for it to go downhill, but then it's just so slow for it to get back to, you know, working towards what y'all need to do. Because, you know, both, both parties are like, what's really going on here? Why did we get married in the first place? What were the vows about in the first beginning? What? Did you really mean what you said? And before we got married, did you, were you for real? And people who are not wanting to get married, they need to just say that. I mean, I understand people, you know, are like, I don't want to hurt this person, but like, be honest with yourself. You know, either you're ready or you're not.
0: But that's the thing. Most people aren't honest with themselves. So if you're not honest with yourself, how could you be honest to another person who you're supposed to bear your all to? And I feel like now it's just... Most people know they have an issue. Addicted to sex, uh, addicted to lying or whatever. And... They won't go get help because they're just gonna keep on doing the same thing. Well, if I'm not getting caught, whatever, it's fine. But then when a person actually gets caught and they're in and you know, could lose their marriage and lose everything, that's when they wanna get help. You know? That's why self accountability is just so so strong because if you realize that you have a problem go to therapy if you realize that your marriage is on the rocks go to marriage therapy go to marriage counseling but I feel like the world we live in now is all about social media it's all about facades like you said People will post all these these happy pictures of them and their kids walking around and like they're so extravagantly happy and everything is so perfect. Mm -hmm. But when at the end of the night, when you log out of Facebook, log out of Instagram, Reddit, wherever you are. You got to face reality. You don't have that validation on, on Facebook, the likes, uh, on, on Instagram. You, you got to deal with real life. And, I, and honestly, people don't like real life. And I think that's why so many people are addicted to social media. Because it's, it's not real. And they just see like they know. Like you just go on there and you're seeing two people holding hands, right? And they're happy the first thing you're going to think is your motherfucker's not that happy it's it's a sad thing to 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 say but i feel like that's what it is people are just aren't real with themselves they're not real with their spouse uh we live in a uh, in a society where a man has you know these outrageous expectations of his wife and the wife has Outrageous expectations of a husband, and nobody wants wants to work together. It's always the other person's fault, um, and it just gets to a point where. And I think another thing is is crazy. Yes, the divorce rate is high. <coughs> Excuse me, but. Like I said, self accountability will just help you with a lot of things. If you hold yourself accountable and you don't wait till the problem gets completely out of hand before you get help, maybe some marriages will last. But I think I was always told and always taught and raised it's a sin to live with the person before you are married. I was always taught that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I never really agreed with it just because when you marry a person, it's supposed to be for the rest of y'all lives. And If, how can I know I want to be with you? If I don't, you might be a heavy store. You might have really bad, like, anxiety or sleep apnea or something like that. And you you have to get to know a person. And it's sad to say that most people get to know each other by their interactions on social media, which we know is not real. You know, Mm -hmm. a woman can wear all types of makeup and a waist trainer. And next thing you know, the first time you all spend the night together or you wait till you get married, you take the waist trainer off the lashes and the weave, she might be bald headed. And the guy, you know, he can sit there and say he does all this other stuff that he physically is not capable of doing and lie about his finances and that he could take care of you. And by the time you <clears throat> by the time you get married and you find all this stuff out, it's too late.
1: Well, that's why marriage counseling is. Before marriage. Before marriage is yeah. important because it will open that. And for, you know, women wearing makeup and whatever, you know, like I said, to each his own. However, don't have that man thinking that that's what you actually look like. Show him what you look like on a regular just when I get home. This is what I look like, you know, and the reason with the with the whole living together, you know, is temptation. You know, y'all might wind up having a child or, you know, whatever else before, you know, and then, you know, with having children that open that opens up a different avenue now. 'Cause now, okay, if that person wasn't financially stable
0: you feel like you're obligated.
1: They have period. to get they have to get ready. Because, you know, of course taking care of a child, you have to buy pam buy diapers, you have to buy formula, baby food, all of that stuff, clothes, shoes, you know, and then taking into consideration the gas is gonna take you to get the baby to the doctor, you know, and there's times where you're gonna be in the ER because it's like, yo, I don't know what's going on with my child. So people just just need to be honest about it. You know what I'm saying? And I know that there's that there's folks that that haven't, but at some point it ended up blowing up wide open and open up those issues that they weren't ready to talk about or weren't ready to deal with you know so why wait for that and even you know if there's a situation that arises like communication is so important talk you don't have to yell you ain't got to scream (laughs) you know just, just talk. Cause all that yelling and that screaming ain't gonna solve nothing. Just talk, you know. And that's, that's true. And if you know, and don't storm out. Don't you know? Don't do that. You leave the house. You are gonna wind up trying to go somewhere that you don't want to end up. So communicate. Talk. You know. Um, Be open, you know, and and again, be honest with that person. If you're not ready, you're not ready. If you're not going to act right, leave the person alone. Because now what you're opening is them to have trust issues and them to have a whole bunch of other issues that they are not prepared to deal with. So if you're not going to act right, man or woman, then don't get into a relationship, period. And don't get into marriage. Like, don't get married. Get yourself together. Get it together. And do what you do. Believe people alone. And don't spread your toxic foolishness all over the place and feel like everybody has to deal with it. Because it's like a domino effect. You give it you give that toxic behavior off to somebody, then they're going to wind up having issues and then they're going to wind up spreading it to somebody else.
0: I think (laughs) uh, this might contradict the whole point that we're making, but then not really. Mm -hmm. So we say it might contradict this point that you should get marriage counseling before you get married couples counseling they call it right
2: mm-hmm.
0: but and i and i know this personally that this have happened you go to marriage counseling because some pastors nowadays they won't marry you unless you come to couples counseling and they see how everything goes mm-hmm. right but this is the thing. You go to that couple's counseling before you get married, right? You go to that pastor and he sees something in you, right? And he says, y'all not ready, right? Because he's saying something and he's saying that the wife is argumentative or the husband is argumentative. And it can be the simplest thing that, they're arguing with each other about. So he would be like, you know, you guys are not ready. The average person, the average couple is going to be like, so what we argue? I love you. You love me. If this uh, minister is not going to marry us, let's go to somebody else. Or let's just go to the justice of the peace. And they're not going to listen to what that person is saying to them. Mm -hmm. But if they actually went to therapy and counseling for themselves and saw what they have in them, it makes it more understandable. It it makes it more easier to accept criticism to Mm -hmm. tell you that y'all are not ready or that you're wrong. Because by the time you have already went to personal therapy, personal counseling, by the time you're going into couples counseling, Mm -hmm. if that counselor tells you the same thing that your personal therapist is saying, then you might understand, like, you know what? Maybe we we aren't ready. But nowadays, people won't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I asked you a question at the beginning and I said, Can you love a person if you cheat on them? So to end the podcast, I'm going to say yes. The reason I say yes is because. Everybody faces temptation and. You just have a weak moment. And you cheat, which is horrible to say. I, I I know that, but God himself, like Jesus himself faced, you know, a lot of things, but we're not him. We're supposed to live Christ-like, but God knows that we're not him and that we fall short and we're going to give into temptation. And. I think it might be the cheating multiple times putting your wife or your husband's life in jeopardy by unprotected sex or you know, whatever. And I, I think it just just gets a little out of hand. I mean, like personally. I feel like if you have to if you cheat on your spouse multiple times, then I think it's just time to to hang it up personally. One time you gave it to a temptation and you felt horrible about it. But I think once it gets to two, three, four times, five, six, whatever then okay the first time okay a mistake but over and over and over again there's no way possible that you can love that person
1: um yeah i mean and people are going you're going to get tempted like i get that
0: yeah but given to to all the temptation all the time you can't love a person but
1: but it's what you what you do if if you are tempted it's one thing to get tempted and not act on it. But then when you get tempted and you follow through, you know, I mean, and am I saying that there's not a couple out there where that this has happened to? I'm sure. You know, but again, like you said, a lot of us didn't go through any type of therapy or whatever. We had to learn the hard way. We had to learn a lot of things on our on our own, sadly. You know, and didn't go seek any therapy and didn't go, you know, really talk to anybody. And we just kept it hush, hush and and whatever and just dealt with it. And then, you know, now you're in a relationship. And because you haven't dealt with those issues, now you're bringing that into it. And now, you know, just a recipe for disaster, you know? Can you bounce back? Of course. Of course.
0: But, but can you really, though?
1: Because yeah. if. If they, you want to. But no, I don't really think that's true. If you want to, you've got. You, but you've are got you to,
0: ever really going to trust that person again? Like, let's just say you're married and I cheat on you or you cheat on me, right? Right. And you not going to, most people are not going to stop doing anything until they get caught, right? So, if a person gets caught and then they they feel bad and they stop, the spouse is going to be like, damn, if I caught him or her this time, What else am I missing? And most people are not going to be honest. Now, most people, 98, 99% of angry people tell the truth. That's why when people are angry, you need to pay attention to the things that they say. Because chances are, those are, that's when you're going to get the truth and get how they're really feeling. So... You're saying that uh, a couple, married or not, will be able to work it out if they really want to. But if you really want to, that's one thing. If you really, really, really love that person. But it's never going to be the same that it was before that person got caught cheating. Because you're never, ever, ever, ever going to look at that person the same again. You can never really fully trust a person ever again after that. Yeah. And then multiple times using different things as an excuse that you know is 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 it just gets to a point where I feel like if a if a drug addict tells his family, hey, i will be right back. I'm going to the store. And then he's gone for three days. The next time a person says, hey, I'm going to the store, like you're not going to a store. You're going to do drugs. Mm-hmm. So it's just like if a spouse, a significant other says, hey, I'm going to see my grandmother or I'm going to see my best friend or I'm going out for drinks at work. Then, you know, a spouse is just automatically going to call and be like, hey, call their spouse. Hey, did you make it safely? If you're going to see your grandmother, there's no reason that you shouldn't answer your phone. You know, If, if you're going to drink. Some drinks with people at work, there's no reason that. You shouldn't answer the phone. So person put a tracker on your phone or. Or something and they see that oh okay this is where you're at you're at a total different place than where you said you was going to be and you're just going to automatically from that point on just think that that person is a liar and once you think a person's a liar will you ever look at that person as a truth-teller again
1: That's what I mean by that whole domino effect. It it literally will cause somebody to just not want to trust. They're gonna think that every other person is lying to them. Uh. Uh-huh. They're they're gonna have their guard up. Uh huh. They're going to be, you know, just it 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 changes their whole perspective of what a relationship would be. And then once, you know, say that them two don't, of course, are not together, Then that puts that other person, um, if they meet somebody that, that actually is what they've been needing, you know, they're gonna have a problem. Because they're gonna be like, are you lying to me? Why didn't you call me when I called you? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then that person will be like, what what, 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 what are you talking about? You know, and it just, it just literally makes the person just feel very guarded, you know? So if they're, they're gonna have trust issues in that relationship and then that's going to call and then that person finally is probably going to get to the point where they're going to be like dude what is wrong with you like like why (laughs) you know and then sometimes a person will open up and be like look you know this is what it is you know what i'm saying or or they they may not open up or say anything at all But if you're going to do that Then you need to tell them Why you're being so guarded You know And Also too that goes back to You know Healing And I know it takes time You know But Again You know if you're not gonna do right, then just just leave folks alone go go do whatever it is that you're gonna go do, you know,
0: yeah, well, I guess in closing as a person that has been together as long as you and I have, I think you and I got what about eighteen years together mm mm-hmm. uh eighteen years total. 12 years married we've had the ups we've had the downs we've had the marriage counseling we've had the couples counseling I've personally been to therapy uh, myself Mm -hmm. Uh, so people if you love the person that you want to propose to Do them a favor. Get counseling. Go to therapy. Mm You know you're dealing with trauma from your childhood. You know you're dealing with trauma from a previous relationship. Why bring that excess baggage into a marriage that could possibly end it before it actually gets started? So get counseling, everybody. Before and during your marriage. Even if you feel like your marriage is, is fine, you never know. Read body language. Read the, the, the cues that your spouse gives you. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we are out of here.
1: Thank you for tuning in. Hit that like button, comment, and subscribe. And until then...
0: Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah Devin the Dude here. Yo, check this out, man. You tune in to the Mitchell Hour, baby. Yeah, hosted by Julius and Mike. They doing and saying what they like, man. Hey, y'all, keep it moving, keep it hype, man. Much love, Devin. Yeah, 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 yeah.